Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Well, welcome back to this edition of the Janice and Amy vlog, as I am putting it. Uh, I'm Amy Irvine once again, and joining us is Janice Vitelli. She is a licensed uh, therapist. Um, and I always say it wrong, Janice. It's LCWSW. What does that exactly stand for? I'm a, a licensed clinical social worker. Clinical social worker. Mm-hmm. So that's the actual term. That's what the designation stands right. for. Okay. But we but we do the same thing as um, licensed professional um, counselors. We're, gotcha. we're all doing basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It's interesting because it's just like financial planners. We have different designations and different titles and yet we're doing some of the same things. It's just different, different ways, I guess, that we go about getting those designations and licenses. Exactly. So um, today, one of the things that I really wanted to hone in on, we're still, we're recording this in May. The release is going to be out in June. And one of the things that we're still coping with and we're hearing more and more in the news about is anxiety in today's world in today's environment and specifically people that have had anxiety are suffering more from it and people that haven't have it haven't had it are getting it a little bit they don't they don't really know that that's what it is necessarily but then you know learning about it and, and getting a feel for what anxiety actually is you and I were talking a little bit before I hit the record button and you know I don't know that people really know what anxiety is. So maybe we should spend just a few minutes talking about what anxiety is, what are some of the symptoms of mm. anxiety mm-hmm. and what should people be doing and and when is it time to get treatment? Mm. So Anxiety is the feeling where like your heart's racing, your hands might get, get sweaty, sometimes your face might be flushed, um, sometimes you're, you might find yourself clenching your hands, you might have stress in your shoulders, all of those, all those things kind of together um, are symptoms of, it could be symptoms of like worry, but worry is kind of um, the escalation of that is anxiety what we would call anxiety. And and sometimes does anxiety feel like you just, there's this weight and it's something inside it's brewing. So you maybe don't have the sweaty hands, but you just feel, I call it jittery. Like mm. I've had too much coffee or something. Like mm. there's something that's, that's sitting there and I'm, 
I'm not able, <laughs> for me, it's when I'm not able to control, <laughs> to be uh-huh. honest. Um, I, I just, I say that I feel anxious sometimes when I, when I just feel like I don't, I don't have any ability to stop the bus to get off. Right. Um, so with, with, is that truly anxiety or is that more an, a different characteristic of something else? I don't know. I mean, that sounds, that sounds like that could be anxiety or um, like I have to get this done and just um, I don't know where I'm going to find the time mm-hmm. to do it. And if I don't get this done, then, you know, this bad thing's going to happen. It's just like kind of like out of control, worry okay. thoughts, okay. you know, and it might feel different. Like my anxiety might feel different than mm-hmm. yours, you mm-hmm. know, or it might be my kids are going to be home until next fall. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, that's, that's what a lot of people are going through right now is that we don't know when things are going to get back to the normal that we were used to experiencing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's been a couple of conferences that are scheduled for out in October and they're already putting contingency plans. And in fact, the women's conference that I run every single year, we're talking, and this year's going to be in September, we are talking contingency plans because we don't know um, if we're going to be able to get a hundred people in a room together and right. be able to, to actually legally be able to do it or safely be able to do it. So, right. so maybe that's where some of, some of my anxiety is coming from too. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, like everything's up in the air. We, you know, we really don't know. People are worried like, well, I have a job next month. Some people are worried about where am I going to get food for my kids? Yeah. Like there's yeah. some real, um, there's some real worry and concern out there for people, you know? And, and what can escalate it? Like, what are some of the things that can escalate anxiety? So when you start thinking about things like, well, what if this and what if that? So, you know, like some of that, some of that you need, like, um, well, what would I do if, um, what would I do if my husband lost his job? What are some things, you know, there's like, um, there's planning. Real, yes. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And where you get into trouble, where you end up in the weeds is, you know, thinking things like, well, what if something happened to my mom? Oh my gosh, I don't have room in my house. I don't, what if I lose my job and my mom's sick mm-hmm. and I'm trying to take care of her? Those kind of thoughts, that's mm-hmm. where we kind of end up in the weeds because it's not something that um, is happening now. You have no way of knowing that that's going to happen. So you're kind of uh, taking yourself down this path of um, thinking about something that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when, when you think those thoughts, um, what's happening inside your body is um, like, oh my God, my, you know, you know, my, my, what if my mom gets sick immediately? Mm-hmm. Like if I think mm-hmm. about my own mom, you know, um, it makes me feel uh, anxious. It makes mm-hmm. me feel scared. Mm-hmm. And what's happening in your body is there's adrenaline starts coursing through your body. And so that's going to start making your chest feel kind of uncomfortable. Okay. It's your, um, your, your heart's racing. Your body is preparing itself for something dangerous, your bo- our bodies and our minds don't know the difference between um, an imagined future 
like this imaginary danger and something happening to us right now. So like our caveman selves, you know, when we saw um, a saber toothed tiger, I don't even really know if there were, um, <laughs> there were human type animals and saber tooths at the same time, but you get the idea, yeah. like where there was real danger, you know, those things would happen. So we had, um, uh, we were, had the ability to like run really fast and do superhuman kinds of things. You know, you think about, um, you hear these stories of people like somebody, um, something, uh, they get trapped underneath the car and somebody is able to like superhuman, like pick up the mm -hmm. car. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening to us when we are imagining these horrible things happening. And so it feels horribly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It feels horribly uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, that, so it's the flight or fight mode kind of correct. concept that we've heard so much about. Yes. And, you know, right now, like in the news and social media, I mean, that's, those are things that can enhance our worries, right? Because, yes. yeah. Well, and I think that because there is so much uncertainty, what, even when we're not thinking about it, I think it's running in the background, just like on a computer, there's always things that are mm -hmm. running. There's, there's things happening on my computer running in the background, even though you and I are on zoom mm -hmm. and, you know, and even though you and I um, aren't specifically thinking about certain things, that's in the background kind of running. So that's happening. So we have this mm -hmm. increased, we're collectively um, in crisis mode. We just okay. are. Okay. So when, when we're constantly in crisis mode like that, does our body not shut down? I mean, does it not heal like it normally does? You know, would if I think about like when you go to sleep at night, you know, the body, that's the time that the body heals itself. Right. 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 And if you have one of those nights where um, maybe you had a really stressful day or you're going through a stressful time you wake up just as tired as you went to bed feeling because mm -hmm. you really didn't shut down. Right. Right. Is that the same kind of concept? I, yeah, I think you're, I think you're onto something. I think we're kind, we have to be really cautious because we can be in constant crisis mode and that's going to really deplete us. Okay. Big so, time. so, so when we do, <laughs> when we're in that, like we are right now, or, or, and it doesn't even have to be a pandemic. It can be, it can be over finances. I mean, I've met with people and, and right now finances is a piece of this whole pandemic. Certainly. I mean, this isn't mm -hmm. a health related issue. This is also a finan financial related issue, but it could be during what I've come to say is normal. However, I don't know if there's ever normal again, you know, but, but that, Anxiety can exist over a lot of different things. It could be your kids. It could be your finances. It could be your job. It could be your parents. There's a lot of different well, and, and also how you view yourself. It you know, people right. have anxiety about about things like that as well. Yeah, I'm sorry to just no, well. no, no. That's these are like so. This is a elevated time. Yes. So we've talked a lot about it in the past um, in some of the the blogs that we've done together. And we've talked about meditation and deep breathing and, you know, some of the ways to deal with it, but how do you deal with it when, you know, like I said, the news and social media, we want to be aware. We don't want to be uneducated. Right. We want to know what's going on. So there's got to be a piece of that that we're keeping ourselves up to date on. But if it's a chicken or an egg thing, like I got to watch the news because I don't know what's going on, but I've got to not watch the news because 
it gives me anxiety, but I want to know what's going on, but it gives me anxiety. Mm -hmm. What do we do in those moments where we're trying to educate ourselves or be involved in whatever is causing the anxiety to not let it get um, so bad that we're, our adrenaline is racing to the point of truly having anxiety attack. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I'll tell you what I've been doing myself because I'm not somebody who typically has huge problems with anxiety and my anxiety has been ramped up to the Mm -hmm. point where I was like, I need to do something. And so I, I took, um, I did a detox from news and from Facebook. Um, Facebook um, is great in some ways, but it's also, we're not doing it mindfully. Facebook and our phones are designed to suck us in to be, <laughs> and, and it, I mean, it's true. And to be, in, they're addictive and they're designed that way. And, and we're not choosing what we're looking at. Facebook is, and our computers are telling us, read this article, read this Which article. The feed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're, what you're going to, um, what you're going to consume. And it can be very upsetting. And, and I think sometimes people don't realize, and I would, I would kind of take your um, emotional temperature before going on Facebook or social media. How am I doing? Okay. I'm about a, a three out of 10 in terms mm-hmm. of my well-being, and then see how you feel after spending 15 minutes mm-hmm. perusing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I would venture to guess that your mood has not gotten better. You know, I, I'm, yeah, let me see. Mm-hmm. Well-being, no, well-being would be higher um, and then it would go down. Mm-hmm. My theory would be it would go down. At least it does for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, well, so, so my remedy to that, because oftentimes I'll go on Facebook and I'll read articles that other people have posted. Mm-hmm. And my remedy to that is to be mindful in choosing instead of letting the computer choose it for mm-hmm. you or your mm-hmm. phone. So I would, I would encourage people to, you know, um, I, I, I'd like to learn what's going on. Then go to the, the governor's website and see, mm. see what, um, see what, you know, what press releases they've, they've released or go to, you know, a trusted news site, go ask, go to, I don't know, whatever, you, whatever, you know, your news site is and mm-hmm. read about it. Mm-hmm. And choose like I'm going to read two or three articles mm-hmm. rather than having this barrage of images and um, you know headlines just coming at you. Mm-hmm. When does it get to a point where you actually need help? Um, Whether it's I, taking you know taking medication or you know there's there's probably different layers like okay talk to somebody and then take medication you know cuz sometimes it's just it's just a necessity mhm mhm so i would say when when you get to the point where well you can always reach out for help mm-hmm. you know like if you're uncomfortable um but when i i would say you're in the spot where you really should get help is if you know you're finding like i can't sleep um I, I'm not able to do the things I used to do. I, I'm afraid to leave my house, mm-hmm. you know, which is a real concern right now, but we also don't want that, that concern to get so big that we end up, you know, with the, you know, being fearful to leave our home mm-hmm. ever because mm-hmm. that's something we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
I know. And panic attacks. And panic attacks. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've talked to a couple of people and one of the things that I've said is that I, I want to be cautious. I want to follow the guidelines, but I don't want to stop living. Right. You know, I don't want this to, con- so I'm going to force myself to do some things that I'm pausing to do, but just make sure I'm smart about it. Right. Exactly. Just make sure I'm wearing a mask. Make sure I'm doing this. Make sure I'm mm-hmm. doing that. You know, make sure I'm washing my hands more than I normally would. Make sure right. I'm wiping down surfaces more than I normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just being extra careful about some of that. And when it comes to the integration of, um, you know, when we, when we talk about this from a, a mental health perspective, there have been times where I've met with a prospective client or even an existing client. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that their spending habits have changed mm. uh, significantly, or if I don't know them, that they're, they're, you know, in significant amounts of debt or whatever the situation might be. Um, and I can help them with some of the numbers that go behind that, but I can't, you know, help them with that underlying issue that's that's chemical mm-hmm. in us. So, are you thinking like that that somebody could be spending to help to help them feel? Well, feel yeah, better? But, right. Because if you think of, um, there's been so many studies that have been done about endorphins and and spending money, right? And people will go shopping and they feel you know, especially if they think they got a, a good deal. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a sales rep girl. I will walk into any store and I get on my tiptoes and I look for the big, you know, 70, 50, 70% off sales racks and I'll go pick through them for hours. And I'm thrilled if I find one thing that I really, really like for, you know, deep discounted price mm-hmm. I mean that it's just elation. And I'll come home and I'll say, and, and I'm in finance, right? Mm-hmm. So I still come home and say, but I saved $80. And the question is, how much did you spend? Not, right. not by anybody other than myself. Right. Sure. So, so what did I actually end up spending? You know, the, the endorphins that you get from that can it's like, it's another thing would be food, it, sugar. Mm-hmm. It's the endorphins that it puts into your body offset some of the negative chemo, chemical reaction, if I understand correctly, that anxiety can bring yeah, us. It, it's then it's a vicious cycle. Exactly. It's, yeah. a, it's a hit. So it's like, like when I used to um, smoke cigarettes, you know, like I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm going to um, smoke cigarettes. If I'm feeling a little uncomfortable, I'm going to pick up my phone and start scrolling through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go and do some, you know, online shopping. Mm-hmm. It, it can all be kind of serving the same thing. Like I feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable. I feel anxious. I feel depressed. I feel whatever. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to do something to make it go away. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so instead, right. Instead of picking up the phone and instead of going shopping and instead of picking up that molasses sugar cookie that we all yes. want, <laughs> right. Right. Um, what are some tips? And I know before we got going, you actually held up a bottle of lavender, um, oh, but yeah. what are some tips yeah. that we can do that, that we can plan out to say the next time I feel this way, I'm going to do this instead. 
Yes. Okay. So, you know, um, you reminded me about the lavender, but I have this on my desk. This is a a coping tool. It is, Mm -hmm. you know, and I always have, I have a little, um, a little bag thingy, a little leather bag in Mm -hmm. my, in my purse. And I have a few things in there. I've got some lavender in there. I have, um, I just happen to have this too. It's a little worry stone. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. having some things with you all the time to help you cope when, when anxiety hits or uncomfortable feelings hit can be very helpful. And those, the two examples I just gave you, they're very soothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Other things that you can do, and we've talked about them before, but like putting a couple, um, finding a meditation app that you like Mm -hmm. and and putting it on your phone. Mm -hmm. So that's a healthy use of your phone where you're Mm -hmm. like mindfully choosing. If you're going to reach for your phone, reach for that part of it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, And there's there's another one. So I always talk about Insight Timer because that's the one that I use. But there's another one um, and there's a, so with Insight Timer, there's like, I don't know, 30,000 free meditations, you know, find one that's like five minutes and, mm-hmm. and do that when you need your hit. Um, and then there's another one called Stop, Breathe and Think. And mm-hmm. there's a free version of that too. And it's kind of cool. It, it kind of takes your emotional temperature. Okay. You know, it asks you, how are you, um, how do you feel physically? How do you feel emotionally? And, um, and then it asks you to identify your feelings and then it gives you a, a short little meditation or breathing exercise. Okay. To do. Stop, breathe and think that's mm-hmm. okay. Yep. So those are great and they can be used for anything, like whether it's any spending, kind of uncomfortable, whether it's any kind of uncomfortable feeling, kids, yeah, parents, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, um, yep. you know, so what are, um, what are some of the ways that we can overall um, think about balance because like I said, I know that in reports that I've read, the number of people that are you know, suffering from anxiety has gone up significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's the fact that, uh, as you know, I just, I just got back from New York and I'm sitting here recording this video right now and watching it snow. Oh, you mean back from Florida? Or, right. Yeah, sorry. Right. I just got uh-huh. back to New York from Florida and uh, I'm sitting here watching it snow. And that to me makes me very anxious because oh. it's it's cold. I don't like cold. And, and when I say anxious, I don't want to use that word lightly because there's people that actually suffer from severe anxiety Mm -hmm. and I don't want to create this false sense of, well, you know, Amy gets anxious because it snows outside. It's, I say that only because it's, I just left 80 degree temperatures (laughs) and I'm sitting here watching it snow thinking it's cold. And when I'm cold, my ears are, you know, my shoulders are connected and I'm, you know, my body gets tight and that's what makes me, and I don't go outside and as much, mm-hmm. you know, I don't get, I don't have that natural sunlight. So that's chemical too. And, and thank goodness, I, I, and I'm not joking when I say thank goodness, um, throughout this entire crisis, I am so blessed to have have had the opportunity to walk outside for five minutes and get some sunshine on my face mm-hmm. when I felt overwhelmed by the number of clients that I've been trying to talk to or trying to help clients through situations and decisions that they've had to make. Right. Um, and now I don't. And I think, you know, so I can rationalize why it makes me feel that way, but it still doesn't make me not feel that way. Mm-hmm. And that's the, I think that's the balancing act that we have to play a little bit with that. Right. To, mm-hmm understand. And I know you've said this many times. It's okay. Like 
realize that's how you feel and what are you gonna what are you gonna do to take a moment to breathe through it exactly and you know the other thought that i had you know um is just being cautious what thoughts that you have around like oh, it's cold outside yep it's it's cold outside and you know and soon it's going to be soon it's going to be june and it's <laughs> soon gonna it's going to not be cold <laughs> you know because like if we because i did this a similar thing in the winter you know like oh it's cold outside and then i could start you know, kind of awfulizing, like, I don't know mm-hmm. how to get through this winter, you know, um, it's always dark outside. Mm-hmm. Those kind of thoughts tend to, mm-hmm. you know, keep, the, they're repetitive, they keep mm-hmm. going, and they do not raise our mood. They lower it. Good point, know? Janice. Good point. And you know, that's true with money, too. I think if mm-hmm. we, if we're looking at a situation around our finances, and let's say that somebody is struggling with some financial decision that they have to make, and it mm-hmm. could be debt or it could be student loans, could be making a decision about um, paying for something, it could be a big uh, line item that they unexpectedly had to come up with, it could be the loss of a job, I mean, all of those things could be what's going on. Um, if we take a step back and do exactly what you just said and said and say, okay, but if I lost my job as as an example, then what are the other opportunities that I have out there? This might be my opportunity to actually go into a career that I have always wanted to, but never dared. Or um, if I'm having debt issues, then okay, this is what they are but I actually can change that. It's going to be hard maybe, but when I come out on the other side, think how much less stress I'll have in my life. I mean, are those some of the things that when you say change the thought that I'm, am I? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of what I was talking about. So, but I think that that's a, um, um, slightly different, but I would say that the strategy you're talking about, like once you get yourself calmed down, mm-hmm. um, and like, and then you like, wow, okay, I keep having anxiety around this issue. Mm-hmm. Let me be planful around this. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what can I logically do? What do I have control over? Maybe mm-hmm. is is kind of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is just being careful of those negative thoughts, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, another day of gray. Mm-hmm. That's not going to raise your mood. Yeah, yeah. Lower it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just me saying that, I could kind of feel it a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow's supposed to be sunny. I'm going to, I'm going to say that. (laughs) This also makes me think about, um, there's lots of studies that um, the practice of gratitude Mm. can be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I, my husband and I have got into this habit um, after being inspired by some other people who have a lot of gratitude in their life. Um, Like every evening we, we take a pause and tell each other a few things that we're grateful mm. for. Okay. Cause it kind of flips it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Oh, we're, you know, I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned about that. I'm worried about the state of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm, you know what? I'm really grateful that I have a warm house to live in. Yeah. Little thing. I mean, little I'm, big things actually. You know, but, I'm yeah. grateful. I'm grateful that I have, my wonderful cats. I'm grateful mm-hmm. that I have a, you know, a business, whatever, whatever it is in your life. And in no way am I trying to like, I know there's people out there that are truly suffering mm-hmm. really, really are. And, um, but looking at gratitude, um, can really be a, a beneficial 
beneficial thing to add to your, you know, to your well-being. Right. And I think if there's one thing that you can take away from today's session is that even if there's one thing that you can come up with being grateful for and really focus on that, like, you know, I think for me personally right now, I'm grateful for my health is, is, um, as you said, you know, I could look out and I could say, oh my gosh, how gray is it? You know, or I could, oh, woe is me. It's cold. It's snowing. But in reality, I'm very fortunate to have good health, Yes, especially after traveling. Um, I'm very fortunate that my husband has very good health and that my family has had really good health, uh, considering they're, you know, some of them are at high risk or exposed um, and therefore at high risk. So Mm -hmm. those are things that if I can really put that in perspective and say, you know, just, just celebrate that for a moment. Exactly. um, Then that changes, that does change the feel to the way that I'm, I'm, experiencing the moment Mm -hmm. and kind of like flipping it um and really soak in that those positive feelings from it you know it's it's not like a purely logical exercise to like really feel like like feel that gratitude Mm -hmm. well i think these are all really great tips and we will certainly have some of the the items in the show notes that we've mentioned and there's probably some really good articles on gratitude and and if you're not feeling that you can come up with something on gratitude um i read a book and i want to say it's the mon- 15 minute morning or something like that i'll have to look up the name of it um it was a book about spending 15 minutes every morning journaling about mm-hmm. things that you're grateful for and, you know, um, getting into that habit. And I think we all get so locked up into our own lives sometimes that we forget all the things that we really are very fortunate to have. And um, if we can take even just a few minutes every morning or every evening um, to say thank you for something or be grateful for something, mm-hmm. um, then that's wonderful. And if you need, like anything, sometimes we do need guides though. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll, we'll try to post some gratitude uh, links in the show notes that might get you started. Because I think some people just need to get the juices flowing. Mm. They just, mm-hmm. they need to get out of that gray space and they need a little bit of guidance to get those juices flowing. And then they can look around themselves and see how how things are good too. There are mm-hmm. good things. And Janice, as always, you are still taking um, taking on new clients I and uh, meeting with them virtually. Yep, we're doing them online. I have um, a HIPAA compliant, secure um, video link video that I use, and it's been very successful. So yeah, great. So people don't even have to leave their homes. They, they don't can do it just like you and I are right now. That's right. That's right. Well, if you do have any questions for Janice and I, we'd love to hear your comments and we'd love for you to share and like this uh, on your pages so that people can know some options that they have available. And if you'd like us to cover a particular topic, please send it our way. We'd be happy to do so. We hope you are enjoying these, these vlogs as much as we are enjoying getting this information out to you. And we hope that you are all healthy and happy and Looking forward to spring. (laughs) (laughs) And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And 
If you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. And don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.